Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on August 26th for the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. The Hebrew people have come to the end of their their pilgrimage, their wandering in the desert for 40 years. They have wandered with Moses as their leader, uh, waiting, hoping, looking forward to entering the Promised Land. And Moses had been told, uh, because of his lack of faith at one point, that he would not live to enter the Promised Land himself. And so preparing for that, he bestows upon Joshua his authority over the Hebrew people. He tells Joshua, it's your turn to lead. And Joshua, wanting to give the Hebrew people an opportunity to choose for themselves, asks them, who do you desire to follow? Who will you serve? And they respond, we desire to serve God. And Joshua then leads them across the River Jordan into the Promised Land. But he asks them, Who will you serve? I don't know if you've ever been asked, are you saved? But I know I have. I was 17 years old and I had no idea what this man was talking about. We were at work. I was working as a, uh, uh, I was washing dishes at a nursing home in the kitchen. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? Are you saved? I'm, I'm trying to wash dishes here. We've got work to do. I've, we don't talk like that. I, I don't get what you're saying. And I have since come to recognize that when we as Catholics are, are asked that question, which can, it demands an answer, just like Joshua's question. It demands an answer. Are you saved? And we as Catholics, I give you what you may say, what you might want to say. The answer, because it's a yes or no question. The answer is yes, but it's a bit more complicated than just a simple yes. The answer really is, I was saved by Christ's death on the cross, I am being saved by the sacraments of the church, and I will be saved by the resurrection of the body on the last day. That Christ's final judgment has the opportunity uh, to give us that salvation. And so we, uh, confronted with that question, we can say, and pretty emphatically, yes, I am saved by those three ways of being. And so we are here on this day uh, to participate as a community in Callahan's salvation, who Christ died for, Christ continues to offer his grace to, and, and desires to raise on the last day as well. So we gather as a community uh, to support Callahan in that because we as human beings are fickle. We can one day say we follow God and the next day go and do something different. As it was for the Hebrew people, they declared before Joshua and before God, we will follow the Lord our God. We don't have to go very far into the Old Testament to see that it wasn't quite as cut and dry as that. They made mistakes especially because of their leaders. Their leaders often led them astray. 
They worshipped other gods. They did things that were immoral. They took advantage of people. They weren't always good leaders. And so the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, fell away from God. Their salvation, once definitive, became, where are we? What are we doing? What's going to happen to us? And so we, likewise, are challenged to not only seek salvation once and always, but to continue to walk that road. As Callahan grows and matures, she will uh, face questions in her life. She will have uh, doubts and temptations. And she will have her family and friends, her godparents, there to help remind her of the way that she has been shown. And we, as Catholics, have an opportunity to do that at least once a week, if not really every day, if you so choose. As the Hebrew people did, we process, we make a pilgrimage down these aisles to the body of Christ. We have the body of Christ presented to us, and we have the opportunity to renew our salvation by saying amen, which is yes, to the body of Christ. We come forward, we encounter Christ in the Eucharist, and we say yes, renewing once more that pledge of salvation, renewing once more our covenant with the one who allows and provides for our salvation. We see in our gospel today the final installment of the Bread of Life discourse. John in his gospel has been laying out the theology of the Eucharist scene after scene, context after context. And in the gospel just before this, what you heard last week, there was a pretty difficult teaching. Christ said, if you do not eat my flesh, and drink my blood, you will not have eternal life within you. It's kind of a difficult thing to believe, especially when it looks like bread and wine. And some find this too difficult. They leave. They leave. They say, we're not going to believe this. We don't see in that. How could that be? How could this be the truth of it? And Christ asks, just like Joshua did at the Jordan, just as that man asked me about my salvation many years ago, Christ asks his disciples to clarify where they are at. He says, will you also not leave? And Peter has a pretty important response. To who else will we go? Where are we going to go? We recognize, I recognize, the difficulty of this teaching. It is difficult. It is, it takes constant reassurance in the presence, the true presence of the Eucharist. But Christ says you, no, Peter says, Christ, you have the words of eternal life. Peter finds within Jesus Christ, in the teachings about his, his body and his blood, he finds freedom. He finds the words of life. In another. We, as typical Americans, we go about looking for freedom on our own. We look for freedom by our own will, our own progress, our own effort. But Peter shows us that we find that in another, in Jesus Christ himself. Lord, you have the words of eternal life. 
And so, dare I say, use that word submit. We submit to Christ. We see within Christ something that we don't have. In our second reading, at the longer version, we are told that wives are to submit to their husbands. It's a difficult teaching. There's difficulty there. Paul also says, husbands, love your wives and be willing to die for them as Christ died for you. See in the other the means of your salvation. Men and women, husbands and wives, are being told to look to the other to see the meaning of their life fulfilled. We can't find it just on our own. We look to someone else, primarily Christ, but to our sisters and brothers as well. There is a tendency to try to do it on our own, especially in today's culture. But I think we have to let that go a little bit and see within the other the means of our salvation, especially Christ, but Christ present in one another. Now, sisters and brothers, it's pretty obvious. We have a problem. I have a very big problem. Just like the Hebrew people did all those years ago, they're our leaders, their leaders, will lead us astray at times. The crimes that have been committed, the disgusting actions of some clergy members are upsetting at best, horrifying and off-putting at worst. And it's understandable. They are horrific actions. But we don't see within them. We don't submit to them. We submit to Christ. We say, in you, Lord, are the words of eternal life. We, as leaders, do our best. Most of the time. Some get lost. Some follow something else that isn't Christ. They look to themselves, their own desires, their own wants, their own fulfillment, their own pleasure, especially at the cost of innocence to find their own freedom, or what they think is freedom. We don't follow them. We follow Christ. Christ's presence through the church, in his bride, the church, we follow that. And so we as the Hebrew people, we as the chosen people, we as the people of God, continue to move forward, recognizing the faults and the, the actions of our leaders may drive us away at times. We look to Christ, we look to Christ, especially in these times of difficulty, to say yes to him who presents himself on this altar, who offers himself to us, who gives us the opportunity to ask, will you stay or will you leave? Find in Christ the words of eternal life. hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org, where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.